Iphigenia and Agamemnon by Walter Savage Lander from the World's Best Poetry, Volume 9, Tragedy and Humor, Part 1, read for LibriVox.org by Jason in Canada as the narrator, and Sonia as Iphigenia. Iphigenia and Agamemnon Iphigenia, when she heard her doom at Aulis, and when all besides the king had gone away, took his right hand and said, O oh, father, I am young and very happy. I do not think the pious Calchas heard distinctly what the goddess spake. Old age obscures the senses. If my nurse, who knew my voice so well, sometimes misunderstood, while I was resting on her knee both arms, and hitting it to make her mind my words, and looking in her face, and she in mine, might not he also hear one word amiss, spoken from so far off, even from Olympus? The father placed his cheek upon her head, and tears dropped down it, but the king of men replied not. Then the maiden spake once more. O father, sayest thou nothing? Hearest thou not me, whom thou ever hast until this hour listened to fondly? and awakened me to hear my voice amid the voice of birds when it was inarticulate as theirs and the down deadened it within the nest he moved her gently from him silent still and this and this alone brought tears from her although she saw fate nearer then with sighs i thought to have laid down my hair before benignant artemis and not dimmed her polished altar with my virgin blood i thought to have selected the white flowers to please the nymphs and to have asked of each by name and with no sorrowful regret whether since both my parents willed the change i might at hymen's feet bend my clipped brow and after these who mind us girls the most adore our own athene that she would regard me mildly with her azure eyes but father to see you no more and see your love o oh, father go ere i am gone gently he moved her off and drew her back bending his lofty head far over hers and the dark depths of nature heaved and burst he turned away not far but silent still she now first shuddered for in him so nigh so long a silence seemed the approach of death and like it once again she raised her voice o oh, father if the ships are now detained and all your vows move not the gods above when the knife strikes me there will be one prayer the less to them and purer can there be any or more fervent than the daughter's prayer for her dear father's safety and success a groan that shook him shook not his resolve an aged man now entered and without one word stepped slowly on and took the wrist of the pale maiden she looked up and saw the fillet of the priest and calm cold eyes then turned she where her parent stood and cried O oh, father, grieve no more. The ships can sail. End of poem. 
This recording is in the public domain.